You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. It's time for us to, uh, yes, uh, tune up uh, with uh, our very own uh, Sheikh uh, Shreem Maida has uh, joined us on his uh, platform, which is, uh, alhamdulillah, the pertinence are punctuated. Sheikh Shreem Maida, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And tell me, how are you doing this fine, a beautiful evening? Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh to my dear brother Shafat Ahmed Khan and all the listeners of Markaz Sahaba. This evening, the voice of our Sunnah wal Jama'ah, Alhamdulillah. Quite a nice hot day, but Alhamdulillah, what do you do? You have to thank Allah for that. Alhamdulillah, ala kulli alia. No, absolutely. And as you said, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we know this world is a uh, uh, shadow of a cloud and a dream of a sleep, and uh, that we are just holiday makers here. Not here forever and ever. And uh, Sheikh Shwebaida, this uh, matter, uh, you know, of curiosity. How's the load shedding in Malawi and perhaps uh, Zimbabwe? You know, you are a man that knows the static region very well. Talk to us, uh, Sheikh. Well, uh, we've been having quite a lot of load shedding there, but, but you must remember, it's uh, a small percentage of people that uses more uh, lights on our side. So the rest, uh, we sit in darkness from the days we were born and. Uh, you know, so this doesn't affect us in any in any way, you know. So it is kind of a situation that is there from a long time and you find the solutions that are coming. It's just on a cheap talk and nothing goes on, you know. We'll do this, we'll do that. And you know how the politicians are, you know, you cannot trust them. They will say things, plenty of them, and most especially now you look at it when it's uh, coming close to the time where they need to be re-elected into power, they'll bring a lot of things that they'll never be able to fulfill. They haven't fulfilled dozens of things. Now they'll come back with another dozen new things that they'll fulfill in only by talk. Yes, uh, Secretary Mala, and only uh, by talk. And uh, Zimbabwe, any idea how's the load shedding there? Uh, Zimbabwe is t- terribly bad, and uh, I know sometimes they sit there about uh, 16 hours of load shedding. You know, the 12 hours is not a same thing. So it's quite... Um, a strain, and uh, that's why you look at the economies of our neighboring countries are really destroyed because of uh, this issue of load shedding. And uh, uh, if uh, South Africa does not do anything about it, definitely is going to go into that. Let's call it is going to go into the wire, where things are going to go waste. And uh, to make it even waste, you look at those countries, Shaf, people are used to uh, uh, growing their own stuff. And uh, maybe you look, you can call maybe about 30, maybe around 20 to 30 percent, depending on the supermarket. And most of them, they have their own crops that they grow and actually they survive on that. And if this goes to the wire in our country, in South Africa, really it's going to be a major problem. Because if you look at us, mostly in urban areas, you call it at least 90 percent or 99 percent, we depend on the supermarket. So with load shedding, where this foodstuff cannot be processed or cannot be preserved, then we're heading for a big destruction, Shaf. Yeah, sure, Maida, having all this load shedding and all these different types of scenarios coming through, the price of food going up, fuel going up and everything, and there's the uncertainty. So it becomes more imperative for us you know, to provide meaning to our spiritual life and the benefits of spiritual activity. And, you know, if you, if you bring that into your life, uh, spiritual, uh, spirituality has a potential to improve uh, physical, mental, emotional, uh, or, you know, all our well-being. And uh, uh, generally, the, uh, this is what uh, the more religious we are, the more spiritual uh, we become and the more closer we become to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And especially in these times, where uh, times are really going uh, towards the dead end, 
uh, we need to, uh, you know, realize that we need to uh, boost ourselves with the spirituality. What's your uh, your take on that? You know, Shaf, I like your expression all the time, Nuru Nara Nur. We need actually to bring that Nur in. You know, I can see the Nur that we don't have. We still have to cough up 18.5% to uh, pay more on the Nur we don't get. So as you said, spirituality, we need actually to upgrade ourselves where when you walk in your house, the nur of your spirituality must actually light in your whole house while your heart is brightened as well. So I think it's true that we need to go back to those areas, where we, uh, all those areas where actually we need to actually uh, wash Allah's water as if we can see him, you know, uh, which brings us to the status of Ihsan. And ta'abud Allah that you worship Allah Ta'ala as if you could see Allah Ta'ala with your own, your, your own eyes. Which is obvious that we can never see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but we must bear in mind and our faith believe that Allah ta'ala can see us. In that way, Shah, we are going to be uh, very spiritually uplifted in the sense knowing that Allah ta'ala is everywhere, can see us, and we're going to do things according to how it should be done because we know, you know, as you said, we're hitting towards the dead end. And what do you need when you're going towards the dead end? You need actually to be uh, equipped enough to find a way to come out of that dead end. And the equipment that we need is actually ibadat, purifying ourselves, and actually Allah wa Rasul, our Rasul, we obey Allah and His Rasul, and that way we are going to get actually the ropes of actually uh, succeeding when we get to the uh, dead end, Shah. You know, the research has shown uh, that religion, you know, when you look at religion and uh, spirituality, can help people cope with the effects of everyday stress. And you know what? One study found that everyday spiritual experiences helped older adults better cope with negative feelings and enhance the positive feelings. That shows that those that grow up in the house of Islam and if they made proper ibadat, then uh, they will always have this uh, positive feeling and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make them feel uh, good, uh, Sheikh Shreib. No, no, definitely, Shaf, but if you have that actually spiritual aspect in yourself, where you understand, MashaAllah, fa'ala wa kaddara, whatever Allah wishes, you get it done and uh, you put in this takdir, definitely you accept everything that comes on your way. You say, you know what, I do good, and whatsoever rewards will come from Allah, whatsoever consequences comes of that, I must actually do good. So I know that I've done my best. But, you know, if you do wrong all the times you don't understand, then it's the problem. As I said, you leave in the morning, you have high hopes. I'm going to come back with so much of things in the house. But Allah didn't want you to come up with. And yet you've been bragging in the house. You come straight from the society because simply you went out thinking and hoping you'll do everything and make it happen to yourself. And, you know, you remember, you know, our dean tells us, you know, we must not actually wish for anything, just say, I'll do it. But you must say, inshallah, I'm going to do A, B, C, D, F, G. And inshallah, if Allah wills, I'll come up something good from there. If we have that in mind, that I'm living in Allah's name, and inshallah, I'll come back in Allah's name and bring what Allah's will for me to bring for the day. Shaf, definitely you have an easy way of coping of any situation. It can be the most terrible situation, but because we've got Allah out our first, definitely it will become an easiest thing to accept and an easy thing to adapt to, Shaf. You know, Sheikh Shoyimaiza, even uh, looking at another research uh, which shows a co- connection between our belief and our sense of well-being, positive beliefs, comfort, strength uh, gained from religion, meditation, 
and prayer can uh, contribute to uh, well-being. It may even promote healing, improving uh, our spiritual health. May uh, uh, you know may not cure all il- illnesses, but it can help you feel better, Sheikh. Definitely, Sheikh. Look at uh, those people who go pay the money in order to go do yoga and see the position they put you through, and you look at your salah. Definitely, your salah cures all that. If you only put it in the place and also make it according to his own times, because why is put in those times, Sheikh? That you reach Allah within those times. There is a reason why Allah wants you to stretch and do uh, certain aspects of uh, benefiting your health within those times, which when you do Kadha in one time, it doesn't serve that purpose because you've done it in one position. You know, but if you do it in the same, uh, in the times, where Allah says, Inna salata kitab maukuta, that Allah has made this Salah to the believers in his own prescribed times. If you do that, Shaf, your body is replenished, is refreshed five times you're making your wudu in the morning, you go register in the morning, so all the time, the whole day you've been waking up and down, maybe standing the whole day, you go stretch, go on ruku, on sajda and the rest of that, it's all the best. And then you come back to asa time, you do the same at sunset, you do the same before you go to sleep, you have the same position that you've done. Sharp, it helps your body to regain uh, its spirituality as well as the energies that are there that Allah wants you to gas as a human being to live in a healthy life, Shaf. Yeah, absolutely, you know, when you look at the spiritual self-care and, you know, it improves your relationship and connection with others, uh, it experiences uh, more inner sphere, uh, you know, if you, if, you, if, you, if you really take self-care and you get into spirituality, you will experience more inner peace. Uh, you know, you can even gain uh, clarity on uh, what makes you happy. You can enhance your feeling of oneness and uh, and you can feel you would uh, one with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that you're connecting with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and that you're enjoying your ibadah, and uh, it will diminish the feeling of isolation and loneliness because you're connected with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and it will uh, deepen uh, your relationship with yourself. You get to know, you know, he that knows his heart, he knows himself. He that knows himself knows his Lord, Sheikh. No, no, definitely, Shafa. If you know your purpose of being here, Definitely, you won't be having a lot of issues to worry about. You know, Allah has mentioned, you know, I've not created you and jinnat to occupy this space for nothing, but only to save me in worship. So if we understand this is our purpose in life, we have to worship Allah, as you said, that, you know, we're just passing by, we're just strangers in this world. It's not our home to stay, you know, we're just on holiday. Definitely then you understand if you're on holiday, you have to abide to certain regulations and rules. That way, you know, uh, you can go, you'll be able to be a good citizen where you won't be able to get uh, traffic fines and the rest of that because you know you're a stranger and you're just on holiday. But if we take this uh, dunya as our home, where we stay forever and do as we please, then definitely that's where things go wrong. If recession hits back, the first thing that comes to mind, how am I going to survive out of this? You know, we forget that Allah is the sustainer. You know, there is recessions that came before. Uh, Shav, look at the time of Yusuf, alayhi salatu wasalam. You know, when actually there were seven years of drought and uh, uh, those seven years of good harvest. You know, all that seven years of good harvest did cover up for the seven years of drought that came after that. So the recession is always going to be there because it's when people get awakened. To say, no, Allah Ta'ala can leave you and allow you to do as you please. And at one time, you can tie the ropes very tight that you won't be able to move left, right, center because everything is closed. Allah has closed up just to show you that is the one that sustains and is the one that allows you the movement. 
and he's the one that is giving everything that you are in one moment, Chuck. Yeah, Master Shakshwari Mahasaya. And you know, spirituality is a sense of internal well-being and how you connect with the, you know, with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it is like, you know, uh, it's the idea and the belief that, uh, you know, it, it, it forms. Uh, your, your whole life is complete once you uh, find Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It is uh, that relationship and the true love, you know, that you have with your maker and your creator will hold you in good stead uh, both in the dunya and akhirah. And uh, when you meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, perhaps inshallah, you hope and pray that you may be one of his uh, favorites, uh, Sheikh. No, no, definitely, you know, Shaf, if you wait towards actually doing, doing good and being good at all the times and abiding by the, uh, the, the divine rules that Allah has given us, definitely you become very close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And when you become there, then you become among those that no fear or grief shall be affected with. You know, as Allah has mentioned the Quran in a very beautiful verse, he says, you know, talks about those that are close to Allah, to Allah Ta'ala, that become friends to Allah Ta'ala, there's no fear nor grief on them. You know, when the time comes to go back to Allah you know, to say the angels come to them at the time when uh, they make part of this dunya where the angels give them bishara to say, don't worry, don't uh, grieve, because now you've been given bishara uh, with Jannah. That Allah save for you, preserve for you, a best place to be, not, the, not in this world. Sharp, this world has got a lot of work that has to be done. We have to sleep, make dua before sleeping, wake up in the morning, make dua when we, when we wake up, and then we have to start our day having a shower, uh, cooking for ourselves, cleaning our place, go back, come following the same routine. There's no rest. We have to do work all the time. And yet when you go to Jannah, is a place where there won't be a lot of things of this sort. It's just a place that you worship Allah Ta'ala. It's just you enjoy, you know, not worship, just enjoy the entertainment that Allah has got for you. As he says, Nuzulan min ghafuri rahim, to say this is an entertainment from Allah Ta'ala the most merciful, the most gracious. So actually, it is a good thing to understand that, Shah. Yeah, agreed, uh, Sheikh Shoy Maida. And you know, once you have uh, the spiritual health and you're living spiritually healthy life, then, you know, the developing, uh, uh, you, are developed, uh, you are developing a process uh, or a purpose in life, uh, Sheikh Shoy Maida, and you're having the ability to spend uh, reflected time alone. And then, uh, you know, you're taking time to reflect on the meaning of events in life. And then you're having a, you know, you're having a clear sense of right and wrong and acting accordingly and you make an informed decision and having the ability to explain why you be, uh, believe and what you believe because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has uh, blessed you for that. Yeah. No, no, definitely, Shaf. Definitely you're right when you say that because, I mean, uh, really this life, we have to actually balance it between ourselves and actually and our actions. So if our actions are straight and accordingly, then definitely we sit on the right position, Chef. Are you still there? Yeah, Chef, sure, sure, I can hear you loud and clear. I just uh, heard uh, some gremlins try to get you uh, get in, and you just uh, managed to chop it out. Well done, Chef. Now you remember we said that sometimes jinnat running around. Eh? <laughs> yeah, I know you got rid of it, but alhamdulillah. <laughs> well, well done, the Sheikh. And uh, you know. 
Uh, we will be talking about it. That's emotional. I mean, the spiritual, uh, taking good care of yourself uh, spiritually. And, you know, uh, it can improve your physical health because of your spirit, uh, spirituality. And then it can reduce your stress, as we said. And it can boost your self-esteem. You know, when you're a spiritual uh, human being, and it can uh, even protect you from going mad or your mental, uh, you know, uh, uh, from going mental. And it can uh, perhaps uh, it can make you have a better relationship with family members and with friends and uh, with the community and maybe the whole world. When you are a spiritual person and you have a you know powerful uh, spiritual uh, health, Shakespeare uh, by that. Uh, no, definitely. Look, look at uh, our Nabi Muhammad Ashraf, when you talk at that. I mean, uh, he was friendly to everybody. And then Muslims, they came to him. They kept uh, uh, the traditions by him. You know, spiritually, he was up. When you actually actually uh, conversate with him in the language the kids understand best. And you want to pick up with. If you sit among it, is actually the intellectuals. You actually are convinced with them intellectually. When he's among his people that are just laymen, you also actually in, in, interact with them in that uh, actually capacity where they are in. And that tells you, you know, spirituality is something that is actually genuine. You know, if you take it, if you go anyway, you'll be at peace because firstly, you look at Allah and say, Ya Allah, you brought me in this position and you're the greatest. And you won't have and I also think you're better than the next person. Spirituality teaches you to be humble. You know, you remember, I want to be a sort of man tawadu alillahi rafa'ahullah. Whosoever humbles from themselves from the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala, Allah Ta'ala is going to elevate their status. So definitely, if actually spiritually elevated, then you'll be the most humble person. You know, you see it among his people. People won't even know who you are, won't even notice what you do, because simply you are doing for the pleasure of Allah's water. But sometimes you get, if you want to be out of that, then definitely any little thing we do, we want to beat the drum, the whole city must know, uh, Sheikh Maida has done A, B, C, D. You know, not uh, doing it for the pleasure of Allah, maybe, or not making the noise, that people must get actually interested to come and do it. But making a noise to say, no, I'm greater and I can do better, which is another way of defeating uh, that spirituality because only Allah is greater. Only Allah is the sustainer. And whatever I've done for that day, it is what Allah will that is going to be given a certain person using me as a channel to do that. So with me or without me, that was still going to go there. But that Allah has used me and me to do that. Then we must say, Alhamdulillah, which means spiritually, we are sitting on the right space, Shah. Yeah, Sheikh Shoyimad, I agree with you. And, you know, when uh, we have a clear, you know, what a clear sense of uh, purpose and we are spiritually healthy, then, uh, you know, we can appreciate others, uh, you know, their the, the, the perspective. And even if they might be, uh, you know, might be very different from our own, but you won't judge them harshly. And, you know, we think positively, even in the face of uh, challenges. And then we always think of how Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam in the face of challenges, in the face of, uh, uh, you know, talking to people of other faiths, uh, how he dealt with them with so much of hikmah, with so much of compassion, with so much of empathy, uh, Sheikh? No, no, definitely, Sheikh. That's why people accepted the deen of Islam, because it was the deen that brought solutions to them. And the leader himself was the solution. You know, you go to Nabi Sallallahu with any problem, you won't come back without being given a solution. You know, I'll give one of the good examples, Chef, in uh, one of the traditions. You know, there was one man who used actually to go around, sleep around all the time. And uh, he enjoyed that act. And then uh, 
One day he came to Nabi Sai, so asked him a question. He says, You are going around and actually you're messing around somebody's sister or somebody's auntie or somebody's mother. Would you be happy if somebody is messing around with your sister or your auntie or your mother? Would you be happy? And the person says, Definitely, I won't be happy. So, what is giving you joy to be doing that? So, you look at this, you have these solutions that will make you sit back and uh, think, not to ridicule you, but to give you the solution that you see to say, Oh, yes, uh, this makes a lot of sense. I mean, I'll uh, give another good example, Chef. Uh, there was one person, they were sitting in the musalla, and one person came and stood there, was peeing. And Aun Nabi Sallam looked at him, and he kept quiet, and one of the Sahabis woke up and said, no, we need to actually shake, shake him up, because he cannot be peeing next to us where we, we're making our ibadat. And Aun Nabi said, no, you can't. You know, leave him. Let him finish what he's doing. When he's done, then we chat with him and tell him how to clean himself. But if you go now and try and fight with him, if we turn on you, he's going to host you with the pee. And what happens? It means you're not in a state of power. It will take you another time to go take your clothes off, wash them, and have a shower. And yet, there's a solution where you can teach the person to say, you finish now, take water, pour over that, and you wash yourself. Next time, don't do these things. So you see, Shab, uh, the hikmah and actually uh, the ideology that came with Anabi Sallallahu It's not to ridicule anybody, but to teach them. You can be in a waste of situation, but you'll never be put down. You'll be educated and taught in the sense when you live from there, you say, how? Oh, this is nothing that I, I expected. This is so good. You know, I would like to be part and parcel of this gathering where this gentleman is sitting to about Nabi Sallam because whatsoever he's talking makes make sense and it makes me a better person, Shah. Yeah, uh, yes, Shachoy Maiza. And then, you know, when you look at uh, spirituality and sometimes it affects people, you know, uh, the, 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 the mental health also, the idea of, uh, you know, spirituality means uh, different things for different people. And the variety of, uh, you know, spiritual beliefs and customs are varied also. But, you know, when you look at a spiritual person, uh, you know, uh, they have regular good dreams. Uh, they have visions uh, sometimes, you know, uh, which comes true. And, uh, you know, uh, they're extremely empathetic and uh, they have a very uh, strong intuition. That is when you get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you start getting, you know, uh, to know many things uh, that will, you know, that's affecting you. And what's about to happen and so forth but uh, that is just between you and allah and not uh, you know you don't go around uh, uh, advertising yourself but you have that strong bond with allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you have you know dreams that uh, that, uh, that even warn you not to do this and do that uh, what's your take on that no no different there's people that are blessed in that aspect and they do things only for the pleasure of allah what as you said and then you find some they're not blessed in that category but they sell themselves and start actually reaping people money off you know i'll make one dua for you you come to my house i make dua i'll give you this tawiz and uh or before you come to my house to collect the tawiz i need a deposit of 1500 runs you know because this is a very powerful tawiz and i know uh this will heal you you know those kind of things shall do happen but you find, as you said, those that are humble and Allah has given those kind of vision. They'll actually address you in a normal way and they'll speak to you and say, you know what, hey, I can see by, looks like you've got problems, but we can talk, we can this. And you talk to the person, they'll give you solutions on us, what has to be done. And first advice they'll give you, you know, please preserve your salahs all the time. Make, your, make, make sure you put yourself in a status of wudu and the rest of that. And yes, on the other hand, you know, it's just a business of selling uh, uh, tawis and the rest of that, which is not good. And then you find people do not get 
uh, what they want, and maybe one time it will happen that it worked right, then the person will be beating themselves in the heart when Allah has given them actually some little bit of respite. Allah said, you see, I'm powerful. I did A, B, C, D, F, D. You know, there's nobody that's powerful than Allah SWT. So if Allah accepts your dua at that moment, you thank him, and you say Allah is powerful, and the dua I made through Allah he has accepted it. If you have that in mind and knowing that we don't do anything, everything that is happening is happening through the will of Allah then Shaf is standing at the better position. You go make dua for your friend who's sick, they get better. You don't beat up your heart to say, I did it, you saw. No, I made dua. Maybe it was at the right time Allah has accepted it. So through Allah, the person has healed and Allah must be blessed and Allah must be glorified. That's how uh, people should be Shaf. Absolutely, uh, Sheikh, you're sure, And, uh, you know, when you look at your spiritual growth and uh, progression, uh, this is a gradual uh, growth, and, you know, it, it goes through stages like the purgative stage, uh, the illuminative uh, stage, and the uh, unitive uh, stage. Uh, you know, while these stages are not perfectly linear, Sheikh, they tend to, you know, they mirror the stages of our human development, uh, you know, childhood, adolescence, and uh, adulthood. And this is, you know, as you grow with your spiritual growth, uh, from your adulthood, you, you know, you graduate into a spiritual human being where, you know, that noor of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, illuminates uh, around you and people can see it. And that noor, Allah, noor, uh, you become someone uh, that is, uh, you know, loved by the people for the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and loved by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his angels, uh, Shaykh. No, no, definitely. You know, if you do good, Shaf, uh, definitely Allah is always close to you. And the angels are always happy, you know. Look at that uh, tradition of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. He says, uh, when people, to give an example, they're sitting on the majlis of zikr, say there's angels circulating, going around, and actually they go back and report, I've seen Shafat uh, and Shaf Maida, they're sitting on the majlis of zikr. And then the question is, why are they doing that? Then the angels says, I think uh, they, they're looking for Jannah. And I'll ask them a question, have they ever seen Jannah? And the angel said, they haven't seen it. Allah will say, if they have ever seen Jannah, they'll be sitting there until the day I plug their roof off. So which means actually, these actually uh, small gatherings, small things that we do for the pleasure of Allah are the ones that helps us to start naturing our, our role, gearing it towards meeting Allah, Smarta, being in a best uh, form possible, you know, uh, that we meet Allah with a heart that is pure and that has got no mercy and that has got no jealousy, that's got nothing but the pure heart that goes there, that only goes to Jannah way when it's called, Ya Ayat Al-Nafsul Mutma'inna, Irji'i ila Rabbika Radiyatan Marviya, Fadukhuli fi Ibadi, Wadukhuli Jannati, to say, send my servant uh, to Jannah. You know, uh, send him among his my servant. So that is what we need to have. But we need to nature our role, as you're saying. Start from a small age, the rule must be nurtured until we come to adolescence age. And then when we grow old, we have nurtured that and we keep on that pattern. Definitely will be the most beloved before Allah and the angels at all the time. They also admires and actually uh, makes him salutations for us. You know, it's proven fact Shab, that uh, if you do good, the angels will scream and say, yeah, Allah, look at this creation of yours. You know, he's actually obeying your commands. As it came to the time of Ibrahim, alayhi salatu wasalam, when he put Ismail at that place to slaughter him, you remember what the angel said, said, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, they scream, just to make sure that to show they understand what is happening, Shaf. Absolutely, Sheikh Shoaib, as we end off the program now, uh, a thought in mind, you know, as you get uh, closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, if you grow up in uh, spirituality and you're reaching that more medium 
of having a powerful connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. One thing we must never forget is that shaitan, he's working on us constantly, want to take us away. And one important disadvantage perhaps of uh, being uh, of, of, of spirituality is that it can lead to a sense of uh, superiority. You know, you're feeling very superior uh, amongst other people. Say, hey, look at me, where I've come now. And this feeling of uh, uh, superiority is, is, is what shaitan uh, is making you feel. That, hey, you are better than the others, man. They still have to catch up with you. And suddenly, you may lose it all, Sheikh. No, no, definitely, Shaf. I mean, we need to be constant in what we're doing. We need to be uh, firm in what we do, and we must do it only for the pleasure of Allah. SWT. Have that kind of uh, humility, you know, that you know you're doing for the pleasure of Allah, and that you don't score points or score goals on that. You know, sometimes you find someone, just to give an example, you know, they go to Italy in the morning, and you know, day two days, oh, but I didn't see for Fajr yesterday. I mean, it's, it's, it's hectic. You know, if you're asking it for the sake of understanding the personal health, is a good way. But if you ask him to be sarcastic, to say, oh, to show that me, I'm always in the masjid. You see, he wasn't there for these two days. Then it becomes a major problem, Shaf. It destroys the whole purpose. So you don't worry. You go there, you see only Allah and his Rasul, and you make the ibadat. Greet the brothers that are there, and that's done. And do as much as you can. But you mustn't be uh, chief inspector who's monitoring who's in, who's not in, Shaf. Well, uh, Sheikh Shoy Maida, yeah, you got a timekeeper, you got a record keeper, but uh, the ultimate keeper, yeah, is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, where we will have to answer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Sheikh Shoy Maida, great uh, chat with you this evening. Allah bless you, Allah keep you. Your parting words before I let you go. And uh, let's uh, humble ourselves for the pleasure of Allah and let's do things right. And let's, let's work as a unit, you know, encourage one another to do good at all the times because we all, as we are good friends and families, let's have this kind of chance when we're sitting in Jannah, inshallah, enjoying the fruits of being obedient to Allah's heart and cleaning ourselves and being the best that we can ever be, Shaf, as we've been mentioned to say, we are the best Ummah. I mean, you have a lovely, beautiful evening ahead. We'll talk to you soon. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Yes, sir, people, time for us to go for a break. When you get back, inshallah, it will be Maulana Salim Karim asking the question or posing the question why are so many marriages breaking?